Hi, and welcome to One Mind Zen, the podcast where we look at the teachings, history, and practices of Zen Buddhism. I am your host, Robert Jinkyo Brown, a lay Zen practitioner living in the heart of Canada. So come and join me. Let's take a walk as we travel down the path of Zen. Hello, and welcome back to One Mind Zen, the podcast where we journey together through the teachings, the history, and the practices of Zen Buddhism. I'm your host, Robert, and today I've been thinking about this holiday season. We've just ended Christmas. Now, Christmas is not a Buddhist holiday. However, most of us who live here in North America, in Canada, in the United States, and, and in many parts of the Western world, like Europe, we still celebrate the holiday, maybe in a little bit more of a secular way than our Christian brothers and sisters. But we still tend to celebrate it as it's a holiday that is part of our culture. We gather together with family and friends. We celebrate peace, love, compassion, generosity, and gratitude. Maybe even exchange gifts. And so coming out of this season, it reminds me of the wonderful... The wonderful, hmm, what's the word for it? I guess just the wonderful aspects of being human, such as gratitude and charity and love and compassion. And these are all things that we as Buddhists endeavor to cultivate within ourselves. We strive to awaken our generosity through practicing dana, which is one of the, the six perfections, one of the paramitas. And we give uh, to others without expectation of return. We try and, try and give wholly with all of our heart for the benefit of the other. We practice gratitude. When we receive something, we do so with gratitude in our heart, being truly grateful for the wonderful gifts that we receive. We practice compassion. We try to awaken this loving, compassionate heart that's embodied in so many of our examples. You know, it's embodied in, in many of the bodhisattvas. It's embodied in Amida Buddha. And we try to be compassionate towards all beings and show kindness and compassion to everyone that we meet day to day, including ourselves. And so these are, these are things that have been on my mind over the last number of days and, and weeks as we've come through the holiday season. We started with Rohatsu, uh, celebrating the Buddha's enlightenment on December 8th. And then on December 21st, our Jewish brethren in the world started Hanukkah and then Christmas on the 25th of December. And many other holidays celebrated by faiths around the world during the same season. And so we have this wonderful season this beautiful holiday season where we, we bring up all of these wonderful aspects of what it means to be human. And we treat everyone a little more kindly and, and we go through our day with a little more joy and peace. And I think it's important that we reflect on 
these feelings of gratitude and charity and compassion and love and kindness, and that we try and carry forward the spirit that this season has throughout all of the year. You know, we pass into the new year, and part of New Year traditions, at least here in the West, is to, to kind of let things that have happened in the past go, and we look forward to the future, and we try to enter the new year with a new resolve, and, and often we set new intentions, you know, things that we would like to accomplish. And I'll talk more about that uh, towards the new year. But I found a poem while I was flipping through, of course, of all places, Facebook, and I don't know who the author was, but this poem was written, uh, this poem was written, I assume, at some point after or during uh, the First World War, and in the First World War, which was an incredible atrocity, there was a Christmas where something really quite wonderful happened. Um, there was the uh, two trenches, and of course the, the no man's zone in between these trenches, and there was the German soldiers on one side and um, allied forces on the other. Uh, and I don't remember if they were British or Canadian or, or American or a mixture, I'm not sure. I don't remember uh, the tale exactly. But Christmas came and the two sides crossed over and they met each other in the middle, and they spent a day uh, under a truce, and they celebrated the holiday season with one another. And there's this poem that talks about it, and I wanted to share this poem, and, and unfortunately I don't know who the author is. I would love to, to give credit where credit is due. If I ever find out who the author of this is, I will uh, share that information with you all. But here's the poem. Oh, the snowflakes fell in silence over Bella Wood that night. A Christmas truce had been declared by both sides of the fight. As we lay there in our trenches, the silence broke in two by a German soldier singing a song that we all knew. Though I did not know the language, the song was silent night. And I heard my buddy whisper, all is calm and all is bright. Then the fear and doubt surrounded me, for I'd die if I was wrong. But I stood up in my trench, and I began to sing along. Then across the frozen battlefield another voice joined in, till one by one each man became a singer of that hymn. Then I thought that I was dreaming, for right there in my sights was a German soldier standing neath the falling flakes of white. And for just one fleeting moment the answer seemed so clear, heaven's not a place on earth, it's just beyond the fear. Now, I really love this poem. I think that it, within this poem, there's a couple of lessons that we can take away. One is that no matter the divisions between us, whether they're political or religious or racial, that we can set them aside and we can come together in a spirit of joy and peace and compassion and that we can share with one another and and join together as, as just as mankind you know we can put aside a lot of the baggage that we have created ourselves and come together and just recognize the unity that we have the the oneness that exists uh, 
in our world. And I think that that right there is a really, really important lesson. I think it's so important that we recognize that we can do that. The other lesson that I think is in here, and, and as Buddhists, we may not have the concept of heaven the way they do in the Abrahamic religions of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, but we have um, our concept of nirvana, right? That upon enlightenment, you know, we, we uh, are able to achieve this state of nirvana, this state of, of perfect equanimity, and that state is beyond fear. And so many of the problems in our world are tied to fear, fear of something different than you, fear of what's unknown. And if we move beyond that fear, we're able to rest in a very peaceful uh, state, a, a state of equanimity that is beyond fear. And it's important to recognize that fear is tied so very closely to anger that a lot of the anger and the hatred that exists in the world comes from fear. You know, fear that somebody else is going to take what you perceive as yours. Fear that you're not going to be able to achieve what you want to achieve because somebody else may be standing in your way. Um, fear of people who are different from you or cultures that are different from your own or religions that, that teach different things than yours. We have these fears from these things and they create uh, anger and animosity and hatred. And if we can move beyond that fear, we can find a place of peace. And one of the ways to move beyond that fear is to open our hearts, open our hearts to compassion and to love for those who we don't understand. And we need to greet them with that compassionate heart and compassionate mind and be open to learning from one another. It doesn't mean that you have to accept somebody else's view. It doesn't mean that you have to take their view or their beliefs or their, their, their way of doing things and make it your own. Just that we're open to understanding what they do and why they do it. And we need to move beyond the fear that they are trying to, you know, um, strip us of what, what we perceive as being ours. And part of that is letting go of this attachment, recognizing that, that we're all intimately connected, that what one of us does affects all others, and that our best course of action is to greet one another with compassion have an open dialogue, learn from one another, and together work towards a brighter future. You know, together we can solve problems. Here in my home country of Canada, you know, we're, we're incredibly lucky to, by and large, live in a country that is very secure, that has a great deal of wealth. We, um, we don't really have to fear uh, being harmed by others. You know, there, there's certainly crime and, and uh, you know, things like muggings and stuff do happen, but they're very rare. And the likelihood of it happening is so low that, you know, we usually go out in our day-to-day -day lives and we don't even worry about it. But we need to recognize that we do have problems here. You know, we have homelessness. We have uh, an indigenous population that is very marginalized. We have a culture and um, systems of governance uh, and societal systems that are based in colonialism and in, um, in, in kind of a, 
a basis of racism that make it very difficult for people of minorities to succeed. And we continue to try and tackle these issues without having open dialogue with those whom they affect. And we need to open our hearts to these people and talk to them and make them involved in the processes in order to move forward. And this is like this all over the world. We need to be open to others. We need to have dialogue. We need to communicate. And we need to come to a place where we're able to work together for a brighter future. And so my hope for all of us is when we go out in our day-to-day -day lives after the holiday season is that we carry the spirit of the season with us. We carry it in our heart. We carry it in our mind. And we remember to continue to give to others. We remember to continue to be grateful for what we have and not be greedy. That we remember to practice compassion and loving kindness. That we don't allow ignorance and fear to cloud our judgment or to cause us to treat others poorly. Because every positive action that we take that alleviates the suffering of another has a ripple effect. And that goes out to society and, and people see these positive acts and then they do positive acts. People experience positivity and so they reciprocate positivity. And so our one small drop in the bucket actually can create a big wave. If you've ever tried walking down the street and just smiling at strangers, you'd be amazed at the effect you can have. The vast majority of people will smile back, make eye contact and smile. And they'll smile back. You might even get a hello or a have a good day. And even those who don't smile back will have a little bit of the burden that's down on their heart lifted. Perhaps they're having a bad day and that smile is a one positive for them. And that will still ripple out. Small acts of kindness and compassion make giant waves. So please, as you go forward in the rest of uh, the holiday season and through into the new year, uh, go, go about your day with, with compassion and kindness in your heart and be mindful of your actions and do little things. Little things don't take much effort. They really don't. We can do many small things like holding a door open or offering to help somebody carry something, or just giving a smile, and it doesn't cost us anything. It takes very little time to smile. It doesn't even cost us time. It's such a wonderful gift. So carry this through in your hearts and in your minds, through into the new year and the rest of the year, and try and be mindful of the many different ways that we can alleviate suffering as we go forward and we practice the Bodhisattva path. I hope you all have had a wonderful holiday season, no matter what holiday you celebrate. I hope you all have a safe and happy new year. I'm going to try and have some new episodes available probably into the new year. Um, I may try and have one uh, before New Year's Eve, uh, although with busy schedules that's a little tough. So until next time, may everyone be happy, healthy, and free from suffering.